Welcome back to another episode of The Morning Skate. You have your host, Ked, here. Before we get into our music, let me just tell you a little something about Key Sparkling Water. Guys, I'm going to be honest with you. It wasn't that long ago that we had our New Year's resolutions, and I said I wasn't going to drink all that much. I am coming down from a three-day bender that I kind of got on just for a second, um, and I drank a lot of Key Sparkling Water. Now, there's no alcohol in Key Sparkling Water, but if you mix it with vodka, whiskey, gin, Pretty much anything tastes delicious. Right now we have three flavors. We have the key lime, the blood orange cherry, and the pineapple passion fruit. Uh, they were at our last Rangers watch party, Rangers Flyers. It was a sick time, unreal time, but the time was even better because Key Sparkling Water was there. So make sure you head on over to their website, keysparklingwater.com. Use promo code TMS24, and that will actually Wait. save you 20% off. Can I interject? Order. Oh, boy. Wait, you got it? Oh, yeah, Let's buddy. These things go. are awesome. Oh, hell yeah, dude. They're not bad, right? They're, I think they're wicked good, especially. So I used to be a big seltzer guy, and I was out of the seltzer game for a while. Now I actually just drink them without any booze in it. Um, I think My whole family, because we're not just catering to functioning alcoholics, my whole family enjoys oh, sparkling okay. water, and uh, these are really good. My daughter loves them, and they were kind enough to include a bunch of stickers. Okay. Which... Very thoughtful. Thank you very much. Sent me a t-shirt. Uh, but the um, I feel like it was a little bit of a dig at me because they know they probably know I have a young child who put stickers on every door where a keyhole should be. Oh, I like that. Maybe that yeah. should be a new thing. Put a key sparkling water sticker on a keyhole. Look at that. Luckily, she's she knows to do them on the hollow core doors that are upstairs and not the solid wood downstairs. So hey, it'll work. Yeah. So guys, get your stickers, get your key sparkling water. That's keysparklingwater.com. Promo code TMS24 saves you 20% off. That's 20% off in this economy. Phone, wallet keys. Phone wallet key, baby. Intro music now. I realized that I left my tin in my truck, so this is going to be a um, chewless episode of the morning Uh skate. Back, guys, this is episode 320. Hand up, this should be 321, but I might have forgotten to put 320 on SoundCloud. But you can go over to YouTube and check it out on our YouTube channel. That was the one live from Matthews. The morning skate difference. I am. You know what? It's not. It's not on SoundCloud because some people have reached out to me. Like I can't find that one. I'm like, well, you can watch it on YouTube. I that's why you know what brownie that's why I did it right there uh thank you um yeah guys welcome back episode 320 um we have a lot to talk about a lot of hockey to talk about our huskies are going to be going into the playoffs here we we got to we have a lot of things to break down including um the empire state building uh known as Matt Rempe who has taken the NHL by storm I cannot oh wait God. to talk I about him that, I put that part in the New York I'm like all I wrote is his name, and I'm like, Ked is so back. Ked is so back. Let me tell you what, dude. I've made some changes, and I am so happy. The other, I think it was yesterday, or maybe it was at the watch party, middle of the watch party, I had a few cocktails in me, a couple beers, a couple key sparkling waters, and I'm chilling there, and I look up. There was a 30th birthday party, and there was a – actually, there might have been two 30th birthday parties. One was from Jacqueline, who follows the morning skate. She wanted to come. Her boyfriend's a Flyers fan. She's a Rangers fan. She brought 15 of her people, which was really cool. Nice. Um, and then, the, uh, Jacqueline, there you go, and Jack. then hell yeah, dude. And then the 30th birthday party coincidentally was a kid that I used to play hockey with and I knew all oh. of his friends. So at, at one point, dude, it was literally shoulder to shoulder and everybody watching the Rangers and the flyers, it was so fucking awesome, dude. And I had to take a second and just kind of look and be like, it's been a while since I felt this way and it shouldn't, it shouldn't take all that long to feel that way. It's not that hard. You just got to surround yourself by good people, which, you know, that's what we're doing. And shout out to King's Tavern. That's in Saratoga. If you guys are ever in the upstate New York area, that is a bar that you absolutely have to go to. They do such a good job. Great energy. Giant screen to watch the Rangers kick the shit out of the Flyers, uh, literally and physically. Or literally, I don't know, dude. I'm kind of, yeah, bro. Again, I'm coming off a three-day, and today's day three. So, uh, Brownie, how are you doing, dude? Uh, good. Speaking of Kings, I'm actually weirdly looking forward to going. We oh, are it's awesome. It is so much fun, dude. We're coming. Uh, and you know what? We I talked to one of my buddies not too long ago, and 
as you get older and you have kids and more responsibilities, we were talking about different things that you miss about like in your twenties, right? Or like when you had no responsibilities or whatever age that is for everybody. 30, 30, 33. (laughs) (laughs) But I remember sitting in bar, sitting in a bar with just like a pile of cash on the table, on the bar top and just sitting there talking about nothing. Right. Nothing. And the bartender come over and be like, you guys need one? Be like, yes, take it out of this. You know what I mean? And just that feeling of like, I have a Saturday with nothing to do. I'm going to spend it in a bar. That is so foreign to me right now. It was unbelievable. We got to watch Rangers Flyers. Then we watched the Shane Gillis Saturday Night Live thing, Mm -hmm. which was fucking great. And then the next morning, woke up. And then Kings also just started doing brunch on Sundays. So we went to Kings on Sunday. Way to support Uh, the team absolutely we had we had our brunch we i'm not lit i'm not kidding you dude sunday was probably drunk because i've ever been in my entire life so today today was probably pretty rough for me but then i had to go to a birthday dinner for a guy that i work with who's leaving our shift and then i don't even like jameson but that was flowing a little bit today so tomorrow's gonna suck but for right now we have a lot of hockey to talk about we have a lot of morning skate to do i've been off the ball with the instagram don't worry i'm bringing it back we're gonna keep fucking filling the net with that I think we're up to 13,000 followers on Facebook. Keep the change. Um, Cronin's been blogging. Disco's been blogging. Lauren's been blogging. Lauren hit me up the other day. Our new Buffalo Sabres writer was like, I have great ideas. Like, like let's hop on a call. So that's something that we could actually schedule for later this week too, Brownie, if you want. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, she's fired up. That's It's nice to have fresh blood that it's fired up. The, um, shit. She wrote the... Uh... I think she did too. I think she did a Rob Ray one. And Rob Ray. She did like an Rob Ray one. blog, yeah. Which... Uh, that was a Mia Culpa a couple weeks ago, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, things are going good. Um, I'll talk about a couple of the Rangers today as my boycott has ended. Uh, but let's just kind of hop into it. Let's do NHL the news. Actually, no, 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 no. It's been so long. Mia Culpa's. Hi, this is Mia Culpa, and I'm here to introduce the Morning Skates Mia Culpa's with Kat and Brownie. Yeah, right. Mia Culpa's are a little different because – Buddy, no one was fact checking us at Matthews. Thankfully. No, I don't think so. I don't think they were either. <laughs> and the highlight to me still is uh, Blackmore chirping me. That was still the highlight. Uh, that was so much fun, dude. We have we not even talked about that? Like that was such no, we a killer. Haven't, we time. haven't done a podcast since then. So I just said that I went out tonight with the people that I worked with. I wore my Northeastern hockey polo, obviously, yeah, of to keep it good. Yeah. And then I mean, that was so cool. Like everybody treated us. So like everybody was so kind. Everybody yeah. was like hanging out with Katie and Will's mom was one of my highlights. Uh I wish I got I to drink some, I wish I got to drink uh some beers with carp, but <laughs> maybe 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 sometime that can hey, be arranged. We've talked he's on the list of the uh watch party, which is cool. Add are the Knowles. <laughs> I would yeah, <laughs> dude. It's gonna Northeastern's actually has a game uh at Kings. So if you guys want to come hang out, uh it was <laughs> It was so cool. And honestly, like the girls were awesome too. Like everybody who mm-hmm. came on was like, yep. and they were so thrilled and happy and like so receptive. That's how they all are. Not just the ones that came on. That's how they all are. Yeah. And that was unbelievable. And then I got to hang out with a few of their parents and it was, uh, I mean, if, if those girls are that nice and like that cool playing hockey, it makes so much sense that they came from those parents. Like yeah. those parents just love hockey, dude. They love yeah. a good time. And um, shout out to the parents, the support they do every weekend go i mean i mean obviously some live in mass but like like carter megan's family is from uh i think ontario katie knoll's family from you know uh outside buffalo and they're there you know all the yeah. time it was cool it, it was that was one of the best things i think i've ever and shout out we we just bumped into a th- four-time or three-time olympian and hung out with alina mueller i mean yeah who was so fucking cool the, uh, dude whl you know no big deal she was so cool dude, dude like she best. had that patrice bergeron it factor yeah. to her it was like holy shit man i was not expecting that i remember when we when i walked in i was like i think that's her but i don't know if it is and i don't want to go fanboy some girl that it's not who actually it is and it ended up being her so nice very very kind took time yeah. out of her day to talk to us uh the whole thing was a massive success like i the, if i had to change anything maybe like maybe we would have gone hotel to the room or earlier. something <laughs> earlier or after 
But other than that, man, just like the rink was awesome. Matthews was cool. Everybody treated us so good. Like it, yep. it was, it was definitely a pretty cool thing. And they fucking suck it, Maine. Suck it, Maine, dude. Yeah. How did that feel? They gave Our girls go out there. Trophy. Yeah. Well, they gave us a bean pot trophy, but then Brownie wanted to carry it around. And we got that shut down quick. Yeah, no. <laughs> Probably well, because I heard about the Hannaford basket. Everyone was talking about like how they walked in with it. And I'm like, oh, wouldn't that be cool to kind of walk around like I'm some, you know. Yeah. But yeah. Brown, Brownie's like, yeah, we're going to take it. I was like, oh, fuck no. If we can do that, dude. And then uh, and then we couldn't. But it was fine. We got to we got to hang out with it. Oh, I, that would have been another thing. I wish I could have drank something out of that. But yeah, next okay. time. Buddy. Next time. Um. But yeah, so did we even talk about the Mia Culpa? I'm in one right now. So you're yeah, gonna no, have, it's right. no, it's, you're it's gonna have to direct Culpa, It's just it's just that this Trevor Bauer guy keeps coming up after yeah. we talked about him. Uh he remains unsigned, but Jonathan Papelbon, you remember him? The closer mm-hmm. for the Sox? Yeah, yeah. He wants to bring him to uh Boston and he tweeted that he thinks Bauer has a lot to prove and everything to lose. I will pay his minimum salary if it doesn't work out, but if it does, you pay me the minimum salary as well. It's a low risk, high reward, I would think. I mean, Bro, I, don't I would. I don't know why the Yankees haven't brought this guy in. Like, you're looking for another pitcher. They're trying to get Blake Snell, but this guy won a Cy Young award. So even if he's not at his Cy Young caliber, he's at the very least a very, very good bottom of the rotation starting pitcher. Now, the only reason he's not signed is because of the fucking media and the, the fucking backlash that it would get. I'm so sick and tired of this shit, dude. This dude from all accounts from what I've seen did absolutely nothing and had his career fucking ruined. And I, I would, I would take him. I know. And he competes and he wants to win and he, dude, he can, he's, he's a good pitcher, but it's a, it's a PR thing at this point, which is unfortunate, but uh, yeah. Let, all right. That's enough baseball, dude. Let's do yep. uh let's do any show news. NHL in the news. My buddy actually just texted me. He said, fucking A, dude. Rempe Revo, Saturday night. Yeah, Saturday night. night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'll be a good one. Uh, we'll get into him in a little bit. But NHL in the news. NHL starts of the week. Uh, Kirill the Thrill, Kaprizov. Minnesota, six goals, seven assists, 13 points in his last five games. Minnesota went 3-2-0 and in there. I mean, there's not much more you can do than put up 13 points in five games. Uh, Mitch Marner, one goal, 11 assists, 12 points in his last five. Toronto, 5-0-0. And then Igor Shesterkin seemed to kind of figure his shit out. He's 4-0-1 in his last five games, played 1.67 goals against it, a 9.61 save percentage. So if you're a Rangers fan, that gets you horny big time. If uh, if he – um, could you say that it's all because of uh, signing quick? Is that how he's figured it out? I don't I don't know how he's figured it out because I tell you what, in, in the fucking outdoor game, I was like, oh no. And they ended up coming back and winning. But I mean he's four oh and one in the last five games, one sixty seven, nine sixty one. But I mean he gave up a lot in that game, so oh well. Um PWHL stars of the week, Claire Dalton of Montreal, three goals in her last two games played. Montreal's one one and oh. Uh, Daryl Watts, Ottawa, two, two, and four in her last three games played. Ottawa went one, two, and oh, and friend of the podcast, Aaron Frankel for Boston, two, zero, zero, and one in her last three games played a one sixty seven, nine sixty. Not quite Igor's numbers, but still really, really good. <laughs> right there. Yeah, right there. So, uh, and like we're, we're friends with, uh, PWHL, like all star. So, are, well, are, you, are, are you, if you're listening, are you? Yeah. So. Not only friends, but, uh, credentialed media as well. We are, which I can't believe somebody allowed that. Uh, all right. Connor Hallebach recorded his seventh career 25-win season and his sixth season in a row with 20-plus wins. In seasons with at least three games played, he's never dipped below 24 wins. His rookie year, in 26 games played, he went 13-11-1 with a 9-18 save percentage. Uh, something to be said about this. Um, Marty Berdera came out with like his top five goalies. And it was like Shesterkin, Vasilevsky, Sorokin. They didn't have Con- he didn't have Connor Hellebuck on the thing. And the Jets like retweeted. Was like, hey, we think you're forgetting something. I know. Yeah. No, I saw that actually. Is that a is that a Canada USA thing? Ah, uh, who knows? I mean, for all I mean, who knows? Brodeur isn't Brodeur kind of prickly with guys? Can't he be? I mean, didn't he didn't he take down his wife's sister? Isn't that like his new wife? Oh, I don't I don't know that. Yeah. Oh yeah. As I'm reading the next thing, can you just go on your phone and search Marty Burner wife and see? Yeah, 
Uh, Tennessee State has its first commit. The HBCU announced it would start a talking program in September, and Xavier Abel committed last week. Abel played the last few seasons for Drury University and committed the Tigers last week. Uh, the whole idea of building the first HBCU hockey team was the biggest incentive for me in transferring. I feel like the biggest thing in hockey that's evolving is representation. So, uh, six axes Xavier. Xavier. We, dude, there's a kid from where I'm from, and they spells his name like this, but everybody Xavier. calls him Xavier. So maybe oh. he's a Xavier. He could be. Xavier. I actually saw a clip, and it was some woman pronouncing microwave, and she called it a microwave. That's that's just dumb. I don't. Uh, what am I supposed to be looking up? He he has a wife. I don't understand. Yeah, I'll I'll look it up. Uh, do you have that list in front of you? Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He yeah. she was once his sister in law. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. First team all class rivalry series for the second year in a row. Canada finished the reverse sweep and beats USA after being down three nothing in a seven game series. Motherfucker, I didn't know that. Not yeah, you, you got listen. You, you got to can't take your foot off the snake. Do you remember the Bruins Flyer series? I think the Bruins were down three zero. Came or maybe no, no. the Bruins are up three to nothing and they were winning, in the series and winning and games winning seven three nothing game seven. No, I think it was three nothing. I think it was three nothing. I remember, yeah. In the in the third, yeah, yeah, no, I remember. So that sucks. Uh, right now, Kyle, yeah, Kyle, I, I remember. Uh, Colorado, I've recalled Chris Wagner, your boy from the Colorado Eagles. Right. Uh, he's put up three goals, four assists, seven points, and eleven games played. I think that I mean, he's not going to hurt your lineup. No, and Wags Wags busts his ass. He'll fight if you need him to. He forechecks like a mother, and he kills penalties. He's like my dream player. <laughs> I've never heard a Boston Bruins fan talk shit about him. Which no, Mayor of Walpole, local guy. That's why everybody loves him. Uh Alex Ovechkin broke Wayne Gretzky's record for most empty net goals with 57 of them. Great job by Disco with that headline. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> uh Morgan Riley's appealing his five game suspension for I'm not saying that. For uh okay, yeah, let's talk about this. So who's the kid on Ottawa that did this? Um oh, I got his name in here for another story. Uh hold on. He takes a slap shot into an empty net, pretends like he's not going to get jumped. That's insane to me. The fact that they gave him five games for this. Ridley so Greg. Ridley Greg. Yeah. Greg deserved every second of that. I don't care. Like, do you not agree to, with that? You're going. You're not going to agree because it's Morgan Riley's on Toronto. But if somebody on the Bruins did that, you'd be like, "Yeah, you got what he is." If someone on the Bruins did what? Did Ran him after that. Yeah. I I don't have a problem with. All right. If you don't have a problem with Morgan Riley doing that, then you can't have a problem with Morgan Riley getting the five games. Five games is a lot, dude. It was, dude. It was the game was over. Five. As soon as that over. horn blew, the game's over. It was an overtime. I loved it. I loved every second of it. But I don't then think you deserve to be suspended. That's fine. And if you love that, then you can't complain about the suspension. I personally, I think it's great because well, that's he's on Ottawa, right? Isn't he? Yeah, right. Uh, Ridley or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and Ottawa's having a tough go of it. They get, that's a huge win for them. They, I know they're trying to hype up this battle of Ontario, but the players love beating Toronto, I'm sure. And yeah. he was pumped. So I don't have a problem with any of it. So I don't have a problem with the slap shot. I don't have a problem with what Riley did. And I don't have a problem with him getting five. That's the way it is. Okay. Uh, Austin Matthews has six hat tricks this season. That's the most in a season since Mario Lemieux did in 95-96. Matthews is only 76 goals away from catching Matt Sandin for the Toronto Maple Leafs franchise goal record. He's played 449 fewer games than Sandin. Now, I know you don't like Austin Matthews, but that's insane. Like Austin That Matthews is fucking fill, nuts. Fill the net with pucks, and it's Easily. unbelievable. His Matt is- Sandin was so fucking oh, good, yeah. dude, and, and he's only 76 away and almost 500 less games. Like yeah. what? But my issue with Austin Matthews is the same as it's always been. It's all about individual records with this fucking cat. You know? Yeah. I mean, I think he wants to win, right? But in order to want to win, you're gonna have Austin? to give a little bit more effort in the D zone. Like, there you go. So then he doesn't really want to win. Um, but that that is insane. Oh, like, yeah. That that's pretty crazy. Uh PWHL, the matchup between Toronto and Montreal set a new attendance record for women's hockey with nineteen thousand two hundred and eighty-five fans on hand which is, I'm going to guess, more than an average New York Islanders game, which I love to see. Uh, more PWHL. Well, this first... way, that's, that's like seven times an Arizona Coyotes home game. That is true. Uh, first ever trade in the Young League took place with Boston trading Sophie Jacques to Minnesota for Susanna Tapini and Abby Cook. Uh, why do I know this Sophie? Sophie, Sophie. How do I know her? Do She's I, the one who her? stole She stole Alina's Patty Kaz. Yep, okay. Yep, yep, yep. Um, 
can't can't hack it in Boston. Sucks, suck. Dude. Uh, Philadelphia announced a new leadership group with Sean Couturier becoming the 20th captain in team history with Travis connecting Scott Lawn with the A's. This was a no brainer to me. Yeah, agreed. Um, nice to see him be healthy for the most yeah. part this season. Uh, no, no, Tra- Travis connecting is a fucking killer, dude. I love that little fucker, man. He he is the new little ball of hate. Like he is just a miserable motherfucker. And if he was on my team, I would be one happy camper. Um, New Jersey Devils arrived as extras from the Sopranos while Philadelphia arrived in the iconic gray sweats from Rocky. Both pretty cool ideas, I thought. I like that. Uh, The coolest idea was the fact that the Rangers arrived with members of both the NYPD and the NYFD and wore jerseys from their respective teams. I love seeing that. Uh, The Islanders, just uh, they just wore suits. But they did. You got to give them credit. They did arrive with firefighters and cops. I'm not giving them credit, dude. The Islanders suck. (laughs) Well, that's Uh, blue, right? Blue umbrella. Philadelphia Stadium series of viral video surfaced of a fan walking in with an old Brian prop Philadelphia jersey and encountered himself who took pics and signed the jersey. Should I know who that is? I don't know. That you is. don't know who Brian prop is? No. You. I tell you what. You'll love Brian prop. And this yeah. one I'm not mixing up. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll have to look you know why up. he was a he was a he he had some skill, but he was a real grinder later in his career. Mm-hmm. Him and Dave Poulin, man, they used to kill penalties together. Oh, so good. you know I would like that. Yeah. Okay, I'll have to yeah. check him out. Um, Matt Rampe became the first ever player to make his debut in an outdoor game and took his rookie lap at MetLife. He also dropped with Matt Martin. Martin said they had a longer reach than, than Zidane O'Chara. Can you imagine your first ever NHL game? There's 70,000 people there. You're like in yeah. like the gladiator stadium awesome. and you're not just fighting anybody, dude. You're fighting yeah. Matt, Matt Martin's Martin. one of the top, top five. Yes. Right? Yeah. Matt Martin for his generation of fighters, I would put as a top yeah. three fighter since yeah. he started doing it. Um, he's a tough motherfucking Rempe did fine. I thought yep. it went, I thought it went pretty good. What's um, well, we'll talk about Rempe later. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Rangers came back in that game, they ended up being the Islanders in a crazy And if you want to go for a uh, Mr. Toad's wild ride, I would recommend uh, while reading Wild Bill's recap of his weekend yeah. with his buddies for these games. Yeah, it was uh, you walked into was, the hotel room and put it. a keg in the tub, and they were like, let's go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's as they should. Uh, yeah. What a game. I was yeah. driving to work at the time because the game started later because the yeah. sun who would have thought yeah. and uh, the Islanders it's amazing scored how they forget five, the sun every outdoor game. Right. Uh, Islanders scored to make it five, three in the third. I spiked my phone on the ground. I didn't listen to anything for like half my ride and I get there and Chris Kreider scores. Then I finally like get into the room and then Mika Zibanejad scores. I'm like, holy fuck. And then overtime starts, and I went to say something to somebody. I turned around, and the game was over. over. Yep. It was over. So what a comeback for the boys. Uh, more stadium series since MetLife opened in 2010. The stadium has hosted two NHL games and one NFL playoff game for both the Giants and the Jets. Pretty crazy to talk about. Um, <laughs> I I kind of wish that they would do this every year. Like, keep these four teams and just fucking keep This is what we ahead. talked about, the, the geographic – Little, I, 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 think, I think it's gaining like more yeah. notoriety. I thought about this the other day. I don't know if this would be dumb or not, but what about having like an all-star game at a rink like that? What an outdoor all-star game? Yeah, I don't know if that many people. Well, go there's a lot of guys. There's a lot of standing around. So, I, and there's a lot of other ancillary people that are on the ice. You know, I don't know if that would work. You, I feel like if you could vet everybody and then you could just have everybody chill on the field around it with like different like beer vendors and shit, like that would be unbelievable. That would never happen, but that would be really cool. Uh, Vancouver Nikita Zadorov suspended two games from an illegal check to the head of Detroit's uh, Lucas Raymond. I didn't see this. Was this bad? Yeah. I mean, a a lot of it was due (laughs) to, well, it's it's hard because Zadorov's so fucking big, you know, but no, I understand. And I was going to say, though, Chara never got suspended, right? Oh he was huge. God, well, you you have to control your you know your body. Did he control his body when he broke Max Pacioretty's neck, dude? I don't think so. Vancouver, Minnesota on uh, on Monday in Minnesota, the teams combined for 17 goals and a 10 to seven Minnesota win. This was the first NHL game to feature three players with hat tricks since uh, November 8th, 1992. Uh, JT Miller had three goals and an assist. Uh, Joel Erickson Eck had three goals and three assists, have a night, and so did Kirill the Thrill with three goals, three assists. They all notched hat tricks. The last time this happened, it was Yari Curry, Luke Robitaille, and Mike Donnelly. They all had three goals for uh, the Kings versus San Jose Sharks when they beat them 11 to 4. Uh, a lot of goals. A lot of goals. goals Not helping so- anyone's save percentage that game. 
Goals are in. Uh, Pittsburgh, Yarmir Yager took morning sheet with the boys ahead of his jersey, getting retired that night. Uh, Chris Letang took the sheet with a mullet wig in honor of Yager. And Barstool Jordy put out a good blog saying Yager's the iconic 68 should be retired league-wide. Uh, no. No, uh, I don't agree with it, but he made some good points. It's worth the read. It was enjoyable. Yeah. No, if Dale Earnhardt's number three isn't even retired in NASCAR, Yarmir Yager's 68 shouldn't be retired in hockey. I don't think that's apples to apples. I think it is, dude. Numbers don't lie. In Pittsburgh's numbers alone, 806 games played. The, the Penguins went uh, 439, 640. Nope. And, Those are his points, not the Penguins. Oh, record. I'm an idiot. 439 goals, 640 assists for 1,079 points. A uh, five-time Art Ross trophy, four in a row. A Hart trophy and a two-time Stanley Cup champion. A staff from the Penguins PR. Yager has skated with or against 3,287 of the 8,510 players that have appeared in at least one NHL game. That's nuts. That equals 38.6% of all the players in the league's history. In his retirement speech, Yager commented, I would like to thank my girlfriend. She's too young to remember that I played for the Penguins, but I told her all the stories. Don't worry. Like, fucking stallion. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he... He single-handedly changed the Rangers. Like having Lundqvist definitely helped, but there were some dark fucking times as a Rangers fan. And Yarmir Yager came into town and put up fifty-two and or fifty-four or something stupid like that. And one of my all-time favorite lines, dude: uh, Yarmir Yager, William Nylander, and Marty Straka. Not William Nylander, Michael Nylander. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh, I uh, have another. Nice. Uh, yeah. Like. He was, was so much fun to watch, dude. He was so dominant. I've never seen somebody like that on a power play. Like Ovechkin has his one-timers, but Yager would just take like two two steps in from the top of the circle and just wire one home. He was so fucking good. It was, it was, it was funny. stupid. I was listening to 32 Thoughts talking about this night, and um, I think Elliot said, what's your like Yager memory to Merrick? And uh, Merrick, even though they're talking about Pittsburgh, he's like, oh, I remember in New York. And, and Elliot's like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> it was just a funny moment. He was I, he was a great Ranger, dude. He yeah, was no, an no, unbelievable no, no, I know. Ranger. He, uh, they got, I mean, they got Crosby to wear a mullet. He doesn't do that kind of. No, he doesn't, stuff, which I thought you know? was really cool, too. They yeah. all, they all like, they understood that they were in front yeah. of an absolute fucking legend. Legend of the game. Yeah. I mean, he's still playing to keep his hometown club alive. Yeah. And he, I just, guy, that guy loves hockey and we yeah. can appreciate that. Uh, the Penguins also put Jake Gensel uh, on LTIR with an undisclosed injury, can miss as much as four weeks. That's a tough blow for Pittsburgh. And they're still looking for two firsts for him. Yeah. I mean, Gensel would be a fucking, if Gensel's going to go to a playoff team, that's a game changer. That, sure. that changes everything. Sure. Uh, speaking of which, I don't know if it's on here. Have you seen Patrick Kane? Patrick Kane has been fucking. Oh, yeah, it's on here. Dude, yeah. Wheeling. We'll talk about him. Uh, Brad Marchand played his 1,000th game last week, all with Boston. Stat line, 1,002 games played, 397 goals, 515 assists for 912 points, and he has over 1,030 penalty minutes over 15 seasons. Puts in, puts him in some rare eras. Ray Bork is the only other Bruin with 1,000 points, penalty minutes, and games played. Uh, he has top 10 in every meaningful stat for Boston and leads the franchise in shorthanded goals. Charles, Bar Charles Barkley on Marchand. That little Marchand, dude, he makes me want to punch him in the face sometimes. I mean, that's that's pretty much the perfect quote about Marchand. Yeah, he's he gets a lot of hate, and I think a majority of it is warranted. But I also think that if he was on your team, he's You'd be wearing his jersey. Yeah, one thousand yeah. percent. Um, so skilled, so, and and people don't talk like he's little. Like he's not oh, yeah. big at all. He's what five eight, maybe five seven. Five eight, five nine. Yeah, and Tom. he is. He'll go toe to toe with anybody. Yep. He's so he fucking talented. A, the night they honored him for his thousand games, he had a fight. And he's just so talented. Like the Rangers have this one dude, uh, Brett Berard. I think no, did I get that wrong? Yeah, Brett Berard. I think it's Brett Berard. I'll have to look it up. Um, who played for the USA World Junior Team? He got uh suspended in their first game for like slew footing somebody and he's small and he fucking wheels and i'm just hoping he ends up being like brad marshan i doubt it happens yeah. but yeah, like a, sl know, a slew foot small and you can skate marshan started out in the fourth line and worked his way right up so i'm saying now so. he's a captain so kudos to him um arizona on the siblings trip nick schmaltz scored so his sister kylie had to chug a beer in the suite and that's good news out of arizona uh, this is the craziest fucking thing I've seen. Uh, Ford Adam Razika shocked fans when he posted a video of his Instagram story just fucking doing blow, like casually. It uh, didn't show him doing it. Uh, 
brownie. If, if there's gonna if there's gonna be an alleged story that I don't say alleged to, it's gonna be this one. <laughs> the, the the now deleted video shows him getting ready to consume the narcotic. He says uh, before <laughs> grinning at the camera. The team has waved him with the intent to terminate his contract. Uh, he was in one. Uh, I mean, you'd have to be, or maybe Dude, just still, yeah, like cocaine's still a thing, huh? I don't think that'll ever go away. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it is. It is still a thing. Um. I, I don't just have the, I don't have the I don't have the energy for it. It's fucking crazy, dude. Like I can't believe like you could tell he was banged up, but like he just did not give a shit. No. Um, no. and there goes all your money and your NHL career. Maybe you just want to go home. Yeah. Uh open uh, scoring. Abby Murphy took a Ridley Greek slap shot into an empty net versus Minnesota Duluth uh on Saturday to make the final four two. Was there any re- repercussions for that? Or yeah, no? she got run. One of the uh, one of the Minnesota Duluth players ran. That one is is a bigger rivalry, so I yeah hey I you don't listen don't put your team in a position that you have to pull the goalie and leave an empty net. See this is why I I don't I'm not 100 bought into the Rangers because I don't know if anybody on the Rangers would even have done anything. Dude, they played a clip the other day. What are you uh, talking who, about? Who was that? Who was that redhead on fucking uh, Dallas? What was his name? And when, then I think now? he went to Vegas. No 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 a couple years ago. Oh. Cody something something Eaton. Cody Eaves. Cody, whatever, some redheaded fuck ran Henrik Lundqvist and nobody did a fucking thing. You ever see that video? No. You should look that up. It, I, it makes my blood boil watching that. So um, I'm all for it. Uh, Columbus traded Emil Benstrom, Benstrom to Pittsburgh for Alex Nylander and a conditional six-round pick. Remember when Alex Nylander was coming into the league? Everybody thought he was going to be a sick. It was funny when that when that uh, came out, I think uh, it was um... – I think it was it was either Pete Blackburn or Ty Anderson. One of the Bruins beat guys was like, "Oh, uh, Dubas finally traded Nylander. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, Vladimir Tarasenko switched agents for the second. T- I I don't think it's the second time. I think it's like the fourth time. Like he, oh, he's yeah? Done, yeah, he's done it quite often. Uh, notable with the March eighth trade deadline coming up quickly. Uh, Are you looking up? Oh. No, my. A guy from work text me. I want to make sure he's good. Uh, yeah, Vlad. I think there's something weird that he can't go to the Rangers because when the Rangers got him last time, whoever the blue, I don't know. Maybe he can. I I thought I read somewhere that the Rangers it would be hard for them to pick up Tarasenko. Um, I have my people that I want. No. I saw that the Rangers were connected with Nashville Predators. There were a couple of players that they listed, but the one that really got me going would be Jeremy Lazan. I think that he'd be Jeremy. a six, six and seventh defenseman on Lazan a fucking He's such a scrapper. I like yeah. him when he was here. He's I think he, he's fight. a tough motherfucker to play against. He would be the defenseman I'd want. I will say, with the way Lindgren keeps getting hurt, you're gonna want be a good. That'd be a, he'd get plenty of time. And the my other my number one person I would want to get would be Yanni Gord if I could bring oh. Yanni Gord in from Seattle, and he's available. So if you could bring in a, if the Rangers can somehow finagle a Yanni Gord, Frank Vitrano, Jeremy Lazan trade deadline, we're winning the cup 1000%. Actually, this, the Bruins are playing right now. The game just, puck drop just happened in Seattle. And they were saying how this is a huge game for Seattle. Like if they lose tonight, it's like they're selling. All right. Well, beat them, please. Um, the OHL, the Brantford Bulldogs scored three shorthanded goals on one major penalty kill. The Bulldogs were up 5 1 late in the second when the PK started, not all three shorties before the period ended. The game took place versus the Peter, Peterborough Peets, and the final score was 11 1. The Bulldogs had 42 shots on goal through two periods. Yeah, um, it was just a weird story like three shorthanded goals. If you're the coach of that other team, you're like, oh my God. Yeah. You know. Uh, Chicago retired Chris Chelios's number in a ceremony ahead of their recent game versus Detroit. Chicago lost in overtime. Chelios played parts of 23 seasons in the NHL, putting a stat line of 185 goals, 763 assists for 948 points and 1,651 games played and had an additional 2,891 penalty minutes for Montreal, Chicago, Detroit, and Atlanta. I wish he didn't go to Atlanta. That sucks. Only like, uh, it was like less than 10 games, I think. Yeah, just it looks messy. Uh, Chelios is a three times Norris winner, along with the Mark Messier Leadership Award, and he did win three cups. This was ironically, though, not one was in Chicago, which is crazy. Yeah, but don't worry because Patrick Kane did win in Chicago, and this was his first time back in Chicago as a Detroit player. He he received over a three minute ovation before fucking scoring the GWG in overtime and going, It's showtime, baby. That was so fucking cool. And Chris Chelios during his announcement or during his like thing was like, 
he like took time to mention that Patrick Kane's going to go down as the best American hockey player oh, to ever play the game, he which was, was sick. Yeah. So, so cool. A couple of things I want to mention. So apparently, Chelios made so all his not just the superstars. He had all the pluggers, all the plumbers back. Wanted all his guys there. Yeah, he, you know. So shout out to Chelios for that kind of thing. Um, they I heard a story that Wayne Gretzky said that um, I think it was during the thing announcement. I mean, uh, ceremony that whenever Chelios was behind him going into the wall, he would be like, Wayne, I'm right here. Like, let him know. Like, I yeah. respect. Uh, everyone knows the story about him at the Winter Classic drinking beers like, fuck yeah. you, I'm not going in. And then there was some cool things with Kane. Uh, Bedard laid a pretty good hit on Kane. I don't know if you saw that. No. And, yeah, he laid a pretty good hit on Kane, and Kane doesn't get hit that much, and Bedard doesn't really throw hits, so it was like yeah. a weird thing. And uh, in the locker room afterwards, they asked him, and Kane had that little, like, he's got that, like, grin out the side of his mouth, you know? Yeah. And he's like, uh, yeah, I was going to I was gonna jump him, but he had the bubble on, so I left him alone, you know? <laughs> yeah. like that. Then they asked him about possibly coming back to Chicago. And he was like, well, you know, I really don't want to talk about, you know, blah, blah, blah. He, he like, you know, pushed it off. But there's ways that it could work. Can you imagine if he went back and played with Bedard and they somehow get this kid Calabrini too? Yeah. I uh, All of a sudden, Chicago's back. Patrick Kane's back. And oh, for the yeah, Rangers fans like, who, yeah, for the Rangers fans who didn't want him, don't you feel fucking stupid? He's, well, he's a point got, per game like player. Twenty, no more than he's got like twenty eight and twenty seven or something. And the fucking the Red Wings are fun to watch. Like when he yeah. scored, seeing Cider jump on the pile, like yeah. it was so cool. Yeah. The one player I don't like on their team is this Jake Wallman guy. He became the first player in Wings history to score a penalty shot in overtime and fourth events in all time. Uh, Caberlet, January 13, 2006, Andy Green, January 11, 2016, Ben Hutton, November 17, 2016, and Hutton again on uh, February 10, 2004, or 2024. Jake Wallman, I'm not a fan of him, dude. And because of his little stupid fucking gritty thing. And did you see when Patrick Kane scored? Like he wanted it to be his moment. And Jake Wallman like tried to like give him dabs, and Kaner's like, get the fuck out of Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't see yeah. that. Yeah, fucking leave, leave the goat alone. Speaking of goat, Gary Thorne hopped on wait, a call. Wait, wait, you dismissed. You jumped over all that St. Louis. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we could talk about them, dude. Uh, Jordan Bennington has been fined uh, $5,000 for his high stick on Nashville's Luke uh, Evangelista. On Saturday, no surprise it happened in the game. <laughs> St. Louis lost 5-2. to two. And uh, also in the game versus Islanders, the Blues set a new franchise record with three goals in just 32 seconds. Brandon Saad had a goal, and Pavel Buchnevich had two uh, to beat the previous record of 36 seconds set in 1993. Uh, stick taps for New York Islanders head coach Patrick Waugh for pulling his goalie with over 11 minutes to play in regulation. The fucking absolute clown show for the <laughs> junior varsity in New York team. I will say I, I like when Waugh does that. Cause it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna work, dude. It hasn't worked the last a hundred times. You're due. It'll work. Yeah, it's due, yeah. right? Um, All right, now you go to Gary. Yeah, yeah. So Gary Thorne, he uh, hopped on a call between Canterbury and Kent, which is like prep school in uh, Connecticut. His grandson Giovanni Deglugian. Sure. Uh, played for Kent. Not only did Thorne call all the action, he got to call his grandson notching his 20th goal of the year, which is the second of the game and turned out to be the game winner. So fucking cool, dude. If did I played you... high school hockey and Gary Thorne announced one of my games, I'd shit my pants. <laughs> it was pretty cool listening to him. Yeah. So cool. And he still has it. Like, he oh, still yeah, has course, it. You know? uh, Alex Petrangelo played in his 1,000th game last week. Sick taps. Has a stat line of 142 goals, 154 assists, 596 points in 1,001 games played, along with 335 penalty minutes. He's played 14 seasons with the St. Louis and Vegas, and you could argue is the prototype for the modern NHL defenseman. He's got two cups. Two cups. I forgot to mention that. I apologize. Hall of Famer, yeah. I would say so. And I will, I mean, you can make that argument. I mean, he, the amount of surface that he covers, right? With, yeah. I mean, like you talk about Vegas, I prefer Shea Theodore's game. But that's just my what I like, right? To watch mm -hmm. is an offensive guy. But Petrangelo is a fucking beast. And what's he play? Like 27 minutes a game every night? Yeah, and he loves a good slash. Like he, oh, yeah. he'll, he'll okay. two hand the fuck out of you. Ask Leon yeah. Dreisidel. <laughs> uh, University of New Brunswick, the Reds go 30 0, the first perfect season in Canadian university hockey history. So get on them. Yeah. Uh, feel good story of the week after playing 328 games with Vancouver, Buffalo, and Nashville, Cody Hodgson was forced to retire from hockey after being diagnosed with malignant hyperthermia. 
Is that like what is that? Do we know what that I is? Do, I, I, that, well, I don't. I don't want to guess, but I, it's got it. Malignant's bad. Malignant sounds like cancer. <laughs> yeah, it might be some form of cancer. But I thought I hyperthermia like is like when you're really cold. No, that's a different type. Hypothermia. I'm an idiot. I'm yeah. so stupid. Okay. Hodgson is now health and, uh, healthy and scored his first pro goal in eight years with the Milwaukee Admirals. In four games played with the Admirals, the Toronto native has two goals and two penalty minutes. So good so, on you, Cody Hodgson. Nice to see you. Malignant hypothermia is a type of severe reaction that occurs in response to some different medications and during general anesthesia. Uh, symptoms include muscle rigid, rigidity, fever, and a fast heart rate. It can also include muscle breakdown and high blood potassium. Yeah, so I guess it can. Yeah, so it doesn't sound good. <laughs> yeah, it'll fuck you up. Yeah, uh, glad that he's healthy and planning. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the Sid story of the week as a teenager, Crosby had immediate success in the NHL. 18 years old, he had 102 points. Uh, 10 years old, is that correct? No, I think that's 19. 19 years old, 120 <laughs> points in the MVP. The youngest player to ever hit 100 and 200 career points. First and only teenager to win any scoring title. Uh, scoring title on any of the four major sports. He's one of the best that's ever played. For and sure. Hands down. And uh, if you don't think that, you are... Go go watch something else. Uh, best way to put Patrick Mahomes in perspective? Match him up with Wayne Gretzky. At age 28, Mahomes has won three Super Bowls, three Super Bowl MVPs, and two NFL MVPs. At the same age, Gretzky has four cups, two consummates, and nine higher trophies. So That's something, right? Because yeah. you're like, oh, my God, Patrick Mahomes could be the best ever. Well, still wasn't as good as Gretzky. No, he's not. Um, all right, let's hit our dump and change music. So some of these are a little bit old because we haven't recorded, but uh, RIP to Paul D'Amato, the actor most notably known for playing Tim Dr. Hook McCracken in Slapshot. Uh, he passed away after a battle with brain cancer at the age of 76. He's local from Worcester, Mass. Uh, he grew up in Spencer, had parts in a number of movies and TV shows, including the Oscar film Deer Hunter, and used what he called his small bit of fame to raise as much charitable money as possible. So good on him. Good on you, bud. Uh, Dave Grohl, the Foo Fighters, spent 24 hours smoking and barbecuing pork butts on Soup Most Monday for the Homeless in Woodland Hills, California. He also took a few days off on his recent tour in Australia to do the same for homeless in Melbourne, Australia. I guess he is really into barbecue and will go out when they have like a break in their tour and go buy all the stuff and set up smokers. So he likes it. Good on you. Yeah, he seems like a good guy. Uh, this kid, Jordan Faison, was record, re recruited to Notre Dame for lacrosse, but instead walked onto the football team as a wide receiver and was the Sun Bowl MVP a few months ago. He's back with the Lax team and notched a hat trick in his first collegiate game. Think he does some, all right with the ladies? Yeah, yeah, some people, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, MMA fighter Eduardo Riego took on three smaller opponents in the dogfight wild tournament and submitted all three. The first, I watched this whole fight. He survived the first round. They were rocking him with some punches and uh, was able to submit one opponent in the second and then the other two in a third. Once one went, the other two were like, oh no. Because he had like, <laughs> yeah. on these guys. Uh, the Rock is officially back and he's gone heel. After slapping Cody Rhodes in the face at the WrestleMania press release so The Rock could fight Roman Reigns at the pay-per-view, Rhodes would not step aside and disparage The Rock and Reigns' family tree, leading The Rock to join the bloodline yep. at a recent event in Salt Lake City where The Rock insulted the entire stadium numerous times and was booed and cheered throughout. So The Rock is, I got to be honest with you, The Rock as a heel was awesome. The Rock, yeah, he's great. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so this is this is just more evidence that I'll be getting WrestleMania. Uh, so Super Bowl, some Super Bowl cleanup. So the Chiefs won the Super Bowl over the 49ers, became the first team since the Patriots in 0405 to win two in a row. That Dunkin' Donuts commercial with uh Affleck and uh Damon and Brady, it spiked the highest one day purchase of Dunkin' Donuts in company history. And the track suits worn the commercial sold out within minutes. It was funny. It was, was a great commercial. Only, I, I wouldn't buy one of those tracksuits, but I feel like $60 is low for that. I don't know. Yeah, I have Should no be. idea. 
Uh, the Super Bowl streaker, the guy who jumped on, was a Las Vegas lo local who placed a $50,000 prop bet that there would be a streaker, and he won 374000 That's unbelievable. Great on him. Yeah. Like, how has nobody ever thought of that before? Well, I'm sure they'll change. They'll make the fines huge now. I'm sure yeah. they'll do something like that. Uh, Kylie Kelsey, the wife of Jason, uh, wouldn't wear Kansas City gear to the big game and instead wore Cincinnati Bearcats, Philly girl all the way. Got to yeah, respect that. I respect that. Uh, in the aftermath of the shooting that happened at the parade, I don't know if you saw that there was a shooting at the parade. Uh, one person uh, passed away, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, Taylor Swift donated $100,000 to the GoFundMe of the family of the victim. So good on her. Good on and her. then during the shooting, head coach Andy Reid and offensive lineman Trey Smith grabbed kids and sheltered with them, keeping them safe. Safe. Smith was reported to have put the kids behind him to protect them while they hid. Good on you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and this one, every December 25th, Christmas Day, a town in Peru celebrates Takanakawe, where men, women, and children settle grudges from the previous year by calling each other out in the town square and having a fist fight. Then, after they're done fighting, everyone goes drinking to numb the pain and move on to a new year. I love that. And the the clip I saw, there was two 60-year-old women throwing hands. <laughs> Fucking love yeah. that. Dude. It was unbelievable. unbelievable. This is this is what TikTok has turned me into. This is the kind of shit that I see. I love it. Uh Rangers talk. They went on quite a quite a heater. Um, but I think they tied their franchise record for most wins consecutively. They they called up this big fucker, Matt Rampe, and they called up another big fucker, uh Edstrom. And these guys have been just banging bodies. Rempe fought Matt Martin, killed Nathan Bastion, fought Nick Delorier, and then he kind of got pumped last night against the Blue Jackets. That Olivier kid can throw hammers. Uh, but he is electric to watch. He's brought in like a new younger kind of thing. They uh, Igor Shesterkin said, yeah, if anything ever happens, we just send Rempe in to kill him. <laughs> like, just, Did you say yeah, that? Yeah, dude. <laughs> just like casually, which I thought was awesome. I, well, I, is I, Igor's I, Russian, right? Yeah. So it's like Drago. If he dies, he dies. Yeah, it's 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 unbelievable. Like the boys definitely seem to love him. I think there's a little bit more of a jump. Mika Zibanejad still only has one five on five goal since December, so that guy sucks. Uh, but I mean, we we are buzzing. If we can add a couple more pieces coming into the deadline, I mean, dude, we almost just won. We almost just broke the franchise record for most wins in a row. So. Uh, but this team is really like they're either it or they're not it, and there's really not ever you know any meeting in the middle but uh yeah we'll see what happens we just got to keep keep it hot we got the deadline coming up and um hopefully rampe just keeps fucking killing dudes we got the leafs on saturday so let's see what happens more more penalty minutes than time on ice that's that's how i like my players <laughs> dude he throws too there ain't no defense with so him. this is my <laughs> question if he's that big it clearly has fought before he got to the NHL level. Oh, he fought. He fought everybody in the NHL. If you right. look up his hockey fights, he has. I don't know how many fights. Does, he has I have year. never seen someone that big eat that many shots. Oh yeah, he just takes it. He doesn't care. Who was the guy <laughs> he fought from Columbus? Uh, Olivier, who can Olivier. fucking throw, dude. Holy shit, dude! Like, do you think uh, what's his name, Rempe? Do you think he was like that? Wasn't in the fucking game notes, bud. No, I don't. I don't think so at all. And I think that that fight put that Olivier kid on the map. That was Fuck impressive yeah. because I he mean, was he, giving up eight inches. Yeah, and Rempe fought fucking Matt Martin, who's a hell of a fighter. He won that fight. He fought Nicholas Delorier, who yeah, I think Delorier. that might have that might have went fifty fifty. I mean, yeah. Delorier's face was pretty fucked up, but Delorier to me. You could argue he has the belt right now. Like that guy will yeah. fight fucking anybody. He's a savage. Yeah. yeah. So I wasn't expecting. Or maybe Wi-Fi. I don't. That guy Wi-Fi. I think if we play the Canadians, that's when's that coming? Have you? Yeah. Right. It's 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 dude. It's fun because we haven't had a play like we had so, Reeves, but Reeves fought like twice. So let me ask you this: with with them playing Toronto Saturday, which and I mean, listen, if you don't like fighting in hockey, fuck off. Because yeah, don't I watch it. I would never pay attention to a Rangers. Maple Leafs game on a Saturday night, but I'm gonna I'm gonna be at the oh, Huskies yeah. game because it's the playoffs. But I'm gonna record that game just to see this kid fight Revo. My question for you is this: There's no upside for Revo. Uh, the upside for Revo is if you don't do it, you look like a giant. That's what I'm saying. There's no upside if he doesn't fight him. He looks like he's ducking him. 
Well, the ups the upside is, is if he beats it up, Rivo still got the title. But Rivo always had that title. He was always Godzilla. I don't know if Rivo has that title, dude. When he was on the Rangers, he lost to McDermott. Like mm. handedly lost to McDermott. When he was on the Rangers, there's only like I think one fight I can remember that Reeves beat the fuck out of somebody. All the other ones were like 50-50 or he got beat up. Well, I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt that uh Rempe's gonna cave Frederick's head in. And I hope Frederick doesn't mess with him. <laughs> I don't I don't you think Freddie will? No, I don't think he will because he's he's not an Freddie's not in that weight class, I don't think. Right. The he's Bru- a good fighter, but he's like a Barkley Goudreau kind of guy. Yeah, like he's so, not a heavy Oh, kid. didn't uh no, it was Blake Coleman just had a huge fight that I was like, what? What what is going Blake on? Blake Coleman's a tough motherfucker, dude. He's, I know. He's wiry, yeah. I know, but he just had one. And it was like that was a great fight, too. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it, dude, that that Rempe Deloria fight was one of the best fights I've seen in years. They were both just hauling back and hitting each other. Yeah, like until it was he fought Olivia. What's the kid's name from Columbus? Yeah, Olivia. Yeah. Olivier. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was better. I mean, yeah, I, I didn't because our guy got beat, but yeah. But just the, the he got pumped. He got yeah. fucking pumped, dude. Like he, his like, legs went his legs went wobbly on that. He last got shot. Yeah, yeah, he got hit a little hard. But just yeah. keep putting him out there. I mean, you yeah. they interviewed him. He's like, yeah, dude, I'm 21 years old. I'm out there throwing bombs with the boys. Like he just <laughs> seems like he's just pumped to be there, which is sick. <laughs> That's great. And the and the guys love him. And he oh, scores yeah. a goal. He goes to the net. Like yeah, I want to like, see him play ass or something off his I, leg. I want to see him play more minutes where I can be like, okay, he can still play hockey because like. Kenny, he's just I have no idea. These fights. So he looks like he can skate fairly well, and he takes the body every chance he gets. So, the only time I saw him skate was the rookie lap. Everything else has been fights. <laughs> he has. There's been a couple times where he got the puck in deep, and the, the thing that I like about him is if he if he chips that puck in and he's going after the puck, oh, yeah. there ain't no letting up. He's gonna put yeah. you into the fucking first or the fourth oh, row seats. Fucking run, McAvoy. And now the other dude on the team, Edstrom, he's also six seven six eight. I don't think he has as much meanness to his game, but he's still super physical as well. Who's and then you have Barkley in, middle in the middle. Is that, oh, that's what Gaudreau's in the middle. So yeah. VC's sitting for this? No, VC's up on the first line right now. Is the Benajad and Kreider. Second oh. line is still the Lafreniere, Panarin, and uh, Trochak. And then our third yeah. line is Johnny Brodzinski, Capo Caco, and Will Cooley. Oh, that's right. They oh, that's say. what I wanted to bring up. So... I liked the stadium series jersey so much I wanted to get one. So I went on the site and saw that they were 200 something dollars. I'm like, I'm not fucking doing that. So I went on Twitter and I was like, guys, what's that one website that I like that one website everybody buys jerseys on? They're like 30 bucks. So it's called DH Gate. I got a stadium series jersey, a Will Cooley stadium series jersey for like 36 bucks. So I'll let you know. Uh, people sent me pictures of their jerseys. They said the only difference is like when you have it on, you can tell, but if you're just looking at it, it looks exactly like the other jerseys. So just don't watch it. We'll see. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Um, but they're cool. And I, I had to get a Will Cooley jersey, is my boy. So so you and Will Cooley's family got jerseys. I like, uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right. So Bruins, um, Oh, and shout yeah. out to Thorpe and everybody who went to the watch party. And shout out to Thorpe also because I think that he also went on DHK and ordered a Matt Rempe home jersey, which is kind of sick. Uh, it's not been great for the Bruins as of late. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's start with the let's start with the criminal case. Uh, Luchik's the case got dropped as the nine one one call from his wife is being deemed inadmissible because she refuses to testify. So yeah, I, not listen. Great. I, it's not great. I hope that she is okay. I hope for the sake of their kids, they figure it out. But I don't need you on my fucking hockey team. Um, so the Bruins got lit up on their last homestand. They had a seven-game homestand. And out of it, they only beat Vancouver and Dallas, which are the top teams in the West. I get it. But still did not look great. And then they went out on the road. We're going to turn this around with the West Coast trip. And... Uh, they got pumped by Calgary. They lost in overtime to Vancouver, and then they beat Edmonton in uh, overtime. And they're playing at Seattle tonight. They got Vegas coming up. I think they come home for – I forget who they're playing. They got to go to Toronto. So, yeah, they're up against it, boy. They're up against it. Hmm. Yeah. And uh, I read an article today from a friend of the podcast, Jimmy Murphy, uh, who was saying that uh, – in terms of playoff rental players, is Jake DeBrus going to be that playoff rental player for Edmonton, Alberta, uh, Calgary, or the Bruins? Because it doesn't sound like Jake's getting re-signed. All right. Fair enough. So we'll see what happens. Although, of course, when his dad's watching him, he goes out there and skates hard and scores a goal. 
Yeah. Maybe maybe have Louie call games for the Bruins and the kid will be a 30-goal scorer again. Well, better, better than Jack Edwards. So, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Jack's the best still. Um, and then as the unofficial official podcast of Northeastern women's hockey, we got to catch up here. So remember Skylar Fontaine from a few years ago? Her yep. little brother, Gunner Wolf. Gunner Wolf Fontaine scores the overtime game-winning goal for the Northeastern men's hockey team to give both programs the title in back-to-back years for the Beanpot Tournament. Got to love cool. that. And both the teams took the trophies to the top of the Hancock building, took some pictures. It was nice. And he did the same selly as Irving. They actually had him side-by-side on a video. Pretty sick. Can you imagine, like, uh, you're a kindergarten teacher and you're taking attendance and you look down and you go, uh... Gunner Wolf Fontaine. <laughs> yeah. This kid's he was nails. Probably, he was probably like, "Sup?" <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, Gwyneth Phillips, in her ninety-one, this the Great Wall of Gwyneth. In her yeah. ninety-one career games played, she has only let in eighty-three goals. That's pretty good. That's fewer than seven out of ten hockey East schools have allowed this year. So UConn and the Northeastern Huskies have allowed less than that. Providence College has allowed 83 ga- 83 goals in this year. It's crazy, crazy that when you look at it that way. She's yeah. also the active D1 leader in save percentage, goals against, and was named uh, Hockey East Goaltender of the Week last week. And friend of the podcast also, excuse me, Megan Carter, was named Hockey East Defender of the Week. And yeah, dude, the fucking biceps on that girl, dude. Holy shit. <laughs> so the, the Huskies dropped the last two games of the regular season to UVM, which – it ultimately doesn't mean anything, right? They await the second lowest seed. At, there's playing games on Wednesday night. They are waiting to see. They'll UConn will get the lowest seed. The Huskies will get the second lowest. The quarterfinal game is Saturday night at Matthews. But I will say this about the UVM games, because I was in the building for a Saturday night. These refs were fucking horrible. They oh, were horrible. Man. It's the worst. I've I have never seen officiating that bad. It got so bad. Like after the game, some of the I don't want to. S- uh, how do I say this? Some Northeastern officials were given like a sarcastic thumbs up to the, to the, I was in the press box. I know you're not supposed to do this, but they <laughs> awarded, they awarded, uh, they awarded a power play on such a bad call to UVM and they tied it up after Carter scored and the ref was skating right by us. And I was like, Apple to stripes, apple to stripes. I mean, it was horrible. Yeah. And uh, Meg Carter was all of us. At one point, uh, the linesman needed the puck, and she tossed it to him. She put it like 15 feet over the guy's head. Like, oh, sorry. <laughs> Whoops. Now go oh, pick it up. And the uh, premier power forward in women's hockey today, our friend Katie Knoll, uh, during warm-ups, you, mean, you were there. She likes to be one of the last players off. Well, there's this this really good player for uh, Vermont. Um, I forget her last name. A Czech girl, and uh, Katie fired the puck right into her skates during, as they were like the last two or three players on the ice. I was like, love set that. the tone. Got to love like that, it. dude. Love and that, that game, that Saturday night game, went to nine rounds of the shootout. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not worried. We'll be fine. No, no they'll be fine. They that, like I said, I was talking to some of the players after the game that. In the long in the long stretch, that game didn't mean anything. And listen, if you want to you want to look at what the issue was, the nail gun line was not complete for those two games. They each one night they sat one, one night they sat the other. You need that. You need the nail gun line together. All right. A tripod well, needs all three legs. I like that. So there you go. That's um, for the Northeastern. Do you have anything for beer league? Uh doctor's appointment the other day. Yep. Full tilt, all gas, no brakes. Awesome, man. That's no restrictions. That's good yep. stuff. I like yep. to hear so that. I will uh, see you Sunday or whenever we play next, boys. Hell yeah, dude. 28, uh, back in the lineup. <laughs> back in the lineup, dude. Good, you're going. Uh, exactly. We got last one, Heroes and Zeros. Dude, we thought this was going to be unbelievably long. It's we're just about an hour. Yeah, I'm buzzing, dude. I'm making I'm making things happen, dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, heroes and zeros. You can go. You go first. I don't have a zero. I'm, I'm positive vibes only. I'm trying to. It's all good karma for the Huskies mm-hmm. going into the playoffs. I like that. Uh, but my hero, Philadelphia Eagles safety Anthony Harris. 
He surprised 11-year-old fan Audrey Soap, I hope, by taking her to the daddy-daughter dance. Audrey lost her father and grandfather this past year, and her mom reached out to Harris. So, again, you don't have to do that. Yeah. And, and is there a team, like a football team especially, that is more, like, connected to their community it seems than the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, you'd, it'd be hard to find one. I'm sure that there are that we, maybe we don't hear about it, but I hear more about the Eagles than. Yeah, I mean Kelsey with all the stuff he does. Yeah. And by the way, did you see him with that with that luchador mask on at the Super Bowl? Yeah. Turns out that was some little kids that gave it to him, and he like glommed it for the night. But he reached. They found the kid and reached out, and he gave him all kinds of stuff. He also story. ran a 5K, like. No. Nope. He ran a 5K for charity. Listen, he's not a fuck uh, runner's build by no, any means. He doesn't have that frame. No, but he did it for charity, so good on him. Yeah, they seem like the Eagles seem like a pretty fun team. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Um, my hero would probably just be Kings, and like the watch party was fucking oh, awesome. Yeah. And everybody in Northeastern, like I've had a pretty good couple weeks of hockey and having a couple cocktails. So it's it's been it's been good. Things are fun. Things are where they need to be. Um. If you guys have never listened to the podcast before, I hope you guys are enjoying it. Uh, that's kind of where we're not at. doing three stars because we didn't come up with a topic and we thought this was going to be a very long podcast, but it wasn't. What, so, are your top, what are your top three flavors of key sparkling water? All of them because there's three the key lime, the blood orange cherry, and the pineapple passion fruit. Again, head over to keysparklingwater.com, use promo code TMS24 to save 20% off, 20% off on your first order. That's keysparklingwater.com. Uh, Brownie, do you have anything else for the people at home? No, as always, be nice to one another. Let's support the Huskies in their quest to get back to the Frozen Four, which is local, so it would be sick if they could get there. Let's uh, be nice to our neighbors, and let's all take a moment and wish Jerome McGinley a blessed day wherever that big, beautiful bastard is at this moment. Shout out to you, Jerome McGinley. Shout out to you, Brownie, and shout out to Keith Sparkling Water and anybody listening to this podcast. We will talk to you soon. We will talk to you next week. I hope you guys have the best week ever. Yager salute. Yager salute. That's a good one, dude. All right. See you guys.